The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. We are here for you, and I really hope this show is a blessing to you today. Look, there's not a lot of media out there that says, oh, hey, moms, come on board, and we've got a bunch of stuff that's just for you because we're going to honor you, and we're going to help you, and we're going to cheerlead you and all that. Really, they just want you to buy the soap in the commercial. They don't really care to provide you with the right content. So that is why Channel Mom exists, and today we have a topic, which I'm really excited about. We're going to get to our guests in just a minute. Uh, a friend of mine, and, you know, she's not just a friend of mine. She's a well-known published, or published author. But uh, she's <laughs> ran, written a brand-new book called Messy Journey, How Grace and Truth Offer the Prodigal a Way Home. Basically, it's about rebel children. And if you're a mom who's listening, you know, in your car or listening via podcast, wherever you're listening right now, uh, and maybe you're watching us on Facebook Live, this is for you if you are struggling with your child and think, they are not paying attention to you. They don't care what your values are. You've raised them to be a certain thing, and they're rebelling against all of it. They're naughty. They're in trouble with the law. They're in trouble at school. Whatever it is, whatever rebellion you're sensing in your child, this show is for you today. And Lori and her daughter, Courtney, have a very honest story to tell and some very surprising tips that I think are going to help you because it's all full of grace. Not a lot of judgment here today, so that's a good thing. But before we get to that, I just want to welcome the audience and say we're going to do a donor challenge today. I uh, run this Nonprofit Channel Mom is a nonprofit, and we need help to stay on the radio, to serve moms on the ground, to serve moms in prison, to serve moms in homeless shelters and in homes and in churches, and also to stay on the air and serve you through the broadcasting that we do and the show programming that we do. So I am going to challenge three people to call the show today, three people, that's all, to commit to being $20 a month supporters of Channel Mom. And man, you would bless us if you did that. Three people to call 873-1935, and you will get a free copy of one of the books I have here. If you call today and commit to being a $20 a month donor, you're just going to give Don your phone number and uh, your email and contact information so we can sign you up. So 303-873-1935 to be a monthly donor of just $20 a month. That would be such a blessing, and you can win a free book at the same time you do that. Okay, here we go. Welcome to Channel Mom, Lori, and, and it's Wildenberg. I'm sorry I said Wildenberg in the program. <laughs> That's okay. Lori Wildenberg and Courtney. Yep. Glad to have you here. So, Lori, why the book? What inspired you? What was going on in your life that you thought, I have got to write a book about this? <laughs> well, it's been pretty messy for the last, what would you say, honey, Courtney, how many years? It's been, we've had some, um, really some difficult things that we've had to figure out how to navigate. And uh, one of those things that we've had to figure out how to navigate is Courtney's same-sex attraction as it relates to our faith and our family values and how do we navigate that. And um, with our journey, that, um, that is the thing that we've been going through. And I've worked with a lot of parents over the years, 
and these parents have also had messy journeys, but not necessarily like mine. Not the same. We're not just talking about same-sex attraction here. We're talking about a lot of issues mm-hmm. where kids are rebelling. Their, their parents brought them up to, to, to not smoke pot, and they're smoking pot. Or their parents brought them up to, to obey the law, and they're not obeying the law, or whatever it is. Yeah, and even parents are having kids become atheists that have mm-hmm. been brought up in a faith-filled mm-hmm. home. And what I've realized is that the specific prodigal issue really isn't the thing. The thing is, the, the specific prodigal issue is almost even a distraction. What I've realized is the enemy gets into our family and tries to mess with our family values and so forth, and the kids get off the expected path. And the stories, even though they are unique in their details in the book, Messy Journey, and the families that I've worked with, the way in which you approach a prodigal is always, typically always the same. Okay. And, and for people who don't understand the prodigal term, for people who don't read the Bible, just explain that term. I would just say kids who have maybe gone astray, wandered off from the way in which you raised them. And it's devastating to a parent. It's yes. devastating. And here's what I like about you. We're not going to camp on the same-sex attraction thing because there are a lot of ways your child can rebel. Mm-hmm. But but what I like about you is that there, there's this dynamic right now in our popular culture where if you're a Christian and you say, well, you know, just because of my faith, I, I, that to me is not a good choice. And then people say, you're a bigot, you're awful, this is horrible, you're a hater, and because it's just not allowed, you're not allowed to have that conviction anymore. Mm-hmm. You can say that you're against drugs or you're against alcoholism or whatever it is, but you can't say that. And you have done such a good job of walking that line and, and talking to both the secular culture and the Christian culture and saying... I would never say Courtney is a worse person than me or she's got the worst sin or whatever. I just happen to think the Bible says this is not okay and I'm sad about it that this is what's going on with her. But it's no different than any other rebellion. And I love that about you because you figured out a way to talk to everybody. And secular folks don't get mad about how you talk about it, I don't think. Well, not typically, but maybe some might. <laughs> okay. okay. So I just want to say that because it is, that is a hard issue to talk about. And you can talk about your kid being an alcoholic as a Christian, but that issue is particularly hard to broach with people. Okay. So many prodigal stories. Can you give us a couple examples of some that are in the book? And I'm going to bring Courtney in on this here in a minute, too. But, but you're talking about people out there that are facing the, the heartache of raising a child a certain way, and they've completely gone astray, and they feel like a bad parent. They feel like their kid's going to die or whatever it is in the area in which they're going. They feel separated. They feel like they failed. They feel lonely. They feel whatever it is. Tell me about some of these stories and some of the folks that have talked to you about how they're suffering with a prodigal child. Well, I love that you said that they feel lonely. They feel alone, for sure, Mm -hmm. because they've raised up their child in the way that they should go, Mm -hmm. and it feels like God didn't keep his end of the bargain. And um, there's a couple of stories that I'd really like to talk about. There is um, a missionary family who raised their kids and went on, you know, they lived in another country doing their missionary work. And then all of a sudden, their son has now declared he's an atheist, a missionary family. I mean, you would think that they wouldn't have that happen. Mm -hmm. And then there's another family where they were very involved in the pro-life movement, and their daughter had an abortion. And then speaking to the alone part, which I think is a very huge thing, especially in the Christian community, because I believe there's some shame attached to it when our kids wander off from the values in which they're raised with. Yeah, yeah. There was one um, couple that was in one of my classes at church, and I told our story about um, how Courtney is embracing something different than what she was raised with and the pain and the suffering that 
that causes. And then um, this and other... By the way, it's painful for Courtney, too. It because is. Because Courtney thinks, great, I've disappointed my parents, and they're telling everybody I've disappointed them, and I haven't followed what they've told me to... Right? I mean, it's painful for her, too. Well, you can talk about that in just a second, but go ahead. So the couple, the husband started, and he filled in the other... The You know, everyone was telling their own story, and he filled in the group as to what was going on with his daughter. And it was a a same-sex attraction and drugs and and a number of other things. And she was also, she had alienated herself from the family. Very painful. And then each other family went around and told their stories. Some were about drugs. Some were stepping away from the faith. Some were uh, parents of kids who um, their child was cohabitating versus um, in a marital relationship. And everybody told their story, and then at the end, the couple that started first raised their hand, and they said, we want everybody to know here that this is the first time in seven years we have spoken of this. Seven years. They were sitting in the pews for seven years, not reaching out due to shame and pain, and here are all these other people who could appreciate their pain. Their story might be different, but they get the pain of a child who has separated from the family, either physically, emotionally, or spiritually. They get it. There's so many things. There is shame. There's loneliness and mm-hmm. all of it. Okay, so Courtney. Yeah. So so you, and, and, and by the way, your mom saw this fairly early on. That yeah, you she were, did. That you were having gender identity mm-hmm. issues and you were um, having same-sex attraction and all of it. What did it feel like when, when you came out, so to speak, and your mom had to come to you and say, okay, this isn't the way we raised you. You were gentle about it, Lori. But, but mm-hmm. what does that feel like to the rebel child? I think, Courtney, she's referring to when we walked around the lake at college. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I felt, first I felt that my parents and especially my mom were like nitpicking me and things like that. Mm-hmm. And she just wanted to know the truth. And I was scared to death to tell her exactly. What? What, what were you afraid of? I was just afraid to tell her that I have a girlfriend mm-hmm. that um that I just was different in some opinion and I just yeah. was like okay this is who I am I don't know how my parents are going to react especially my mom and she surprisingly drove up to college I was going to college in the upper northeast part of Colorado mm-hmm. and she just took me out to brunch and my girlfriend at the time was with her and I was I didn't even eat anything I was so scared and she's like okay we're gonna go walk around the lake and I that's when I told her and she just opened her arms and gave me a hug and I was like huh well that's what it feels like so uh, at first I was like you know I just wasn't really wanting to talk about it and then all of a sudden I was like there's love Okay. Yeah. If she had not responded with the open arms of a prodigal father or mother, mm-hmm. she'd not responded with that. Would have you been more likely to delve deeper into the rebellion or not? If she'd responded with rejection. I would say yes. Yeah. Because I think often, Lori, and we can speak to this and then we have to go to a break here in a couple minutes, but... I think often what happens is that your first response is to, to shame the child and say, how dare you embarrass me and how dare you go against what our family's been telling you and, 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 and really to make the child feel rejected. 
and and you had to fight. You had to fight reprimanding her and saying, "What are you doing? We've taught you this is not what you're supposed to do." Talk to a parent out there who may be tempted to reprimand their child, or shame their child, or reject their child, or turn away from their child. I think people always have the best interest of their kids at heart, and and we're passionate about our kids. So when they wander off or do something that doesn't quite line up, we become emotional. And I don't know that we want to necessarily shame our kids, but we respond in anger. And that anger could shame the child. Yeah. So I don't know if it's on purpose. I think it's more of a, a knee-jerk reaction. And I think it's very typical. And thankfully, Courtney and I have had open conversations since she was very young about this. So it was a little easier to bridge that gap of not going to that place because yeah. we've already had those conversations and I'd done quite a bit of study on it. So, but for people, prepared. yes, but for people who haven't, I can see where you would be quite surprised and quite angry. In fact, many people, that is how they react. But we get second chances and we can go back to our kids and say, hey, I want a relationship with you no matter what is going on. Yeah. We are talking to Lori Wildenberg, the author of Messy Journey, and uh, it's all about raising your rebel child and how to deal with it. And you talk a lot about building bridges. You talk a lot about shutting up and not saying things when you feel like saying things. The opening of your book um, says it's dedicated to all the, hold on, I can't read because I don't have my, all the wanderers who are working out their testimony and to the waiters who love them. And so the rebel child, if you think about him as a wanderer and the parent as the waiter, that's much less intimidating. Yeah. That if you can just sit and wait and, and not shame and, and pray and talk when they need to talk and love them. I mean, really, I, it, yeah, I, I, I love your approach. We're going to talk about some tips in the next, and, and Courtney is going to share what worked the most, what works, what, what works best in the way in which you addressed were addressed by your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to give some specific tips to parents about how they deal with having a rebel child, okay? So when we're going to come back, we're going to do that. But we're going to have music here in just a second, Don Pablo. I'm not quite ready for it. Um, I do want to remind you that we are doing a little donor challenge today. You can win Lori's book, Messy Journey, Messy Journey about rebel children. I also brought another book today. Um, it's called Second Chances by Emmett Smith. It's Emmett Smith, right? The, the uh, Hall of Fame... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Emmett Smith, NFL player for many years in Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, his wife, Pat Smith, wrote an incredible book. If you feel like you've gone through problems you can never get over, she's a stunning, beautiful woman. Uh, it's it's a it's a book about second chances, which is what Lori was just talking about. You can call 303-873-1935 to win that. If you become a $20 a month donor, we're going to be right back with Channel Mom. And here's a song about Rebel Rebel. Hey moms, busy day at work, nonstop carpooling and cooking meals? Are you still wondering how you will have time to finish your degree? At Colorado Christian University, we have online and on-site options that work with your busy schedule. Our courses are only five weeks long, and the best part is you only take one course at a time, still allowing time for other important things in life. Don't wait. Find out about the CCU difference and earn your degree today. Call us at 303-963-3300 or visit us at adulted.ccu.edu. 
to you. Here at Channel Mom, we want to love, coach, and encourage any mom who could use a little support. Hi, this is Jenny from Channel Mom. If you're a mother, I know you work so hard for your family, but sometimes you need somebody to work for you. And that's why Channel Mom gives back to moms, not just through our live radio show and our podcast, but also through Channel Mom outreach in prisons, homeless shelters, and home meetings made for moms. We want to hear your story and feature you on the radio and beyond. So reach out to us on social media at Channel Mom or email us at channelmom at gmail if you've got something to say, Mom. And watch us every week on Facebook Live. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom Radio. Here for you, Mom, and for dads. A lot of dads tune into this stuff, too, because they need to hear it. Yeah, see, you know, that's right. Uh, I want to do a little bit of business. The first thing I want to do, Don's at the controls. I don't know if he's going to be able to (laughs) hear me, but do we have a little bit of mom applause, Don? He's looking for it because we like to give moms applause. Look, there you go. I feel like moms walk around every day and they're doing all this work and they think nobody's noticing and nobody's thanking. And we're here to applaud you and say thank you for all that you do. Even if no one else is thanking you, we're here to thank you. Uh, Yeah, we can turn that down. Not that you don't deserve to be applauded all day long. That is our mom applause. I want to tell you about a couple quick things. You did hear in the break about CCU. CCU, Colorado Christian University Online, caters to mothers in particular. So if you've always wanted to go back to school, you have to finish your degree, you want to do some um, continuing education, great place as a mom. They really work around a mother's schedule, and they focus on moms in particular in a lot of ways. So call them at 303-963-3027, if you feel like you need to go back to school. And also, before we get back to Lori and Courtney, of course, Lori Wildenberg is the author of Messy Journey, Dealing with your rebel children, we're going to talk about some tips if you're just struggling right now. If you're a mom or dad who's aching because you just don't know how to get around your child's rebellion, Lori has some great tips for you, and so does Courtney. But I want to invite you to celebrate motherhood with us at our third annual Neon Moms 5K. I'd love to see you out there, give you a hug. Thank you for all you're doing as a mom. This is our biggest fundraiser of the year. If you come and run, walk, or stroll, you can even get someone to push you in a stroller. Uh, it's, it's a minimal fee and all of the money goes to help channel moms stay on the air and to serve moms wherever they are on the ground and so on. Come out on September 9th at Clement Park Shelter 5. It starts at 530. It's a glow-in-the-dark event. Everybody gets neon bling, a swag bag, a really cool T-shirt. Uh, it's a blast. There's live music. There are games. It's, it's a way for you to come and get the love you deserve, and not just on Mother's Day, at the Neon Moms 5K September 9th. You can sign up at channelmom.com, at Race Entry, or on our Facebook page at Channel Mom. Okay, I'm going to get back to Courtney and Lori about this book, Messy Journey, and about rebel children. I have been challenging people to call us, though, if they want to donate $20 a month to Channel Mom. You can just give your phone number, and you can win a free book from Lori called Messy Journey about your rebel child. And I know there's some moms and dads who need that out there. Or a book by Emmett Smith's wife called Second Chances. And this is all about Second Chances as well. Uh, We're talking about that today. So we only got about eight minutes to tell our audience about some of your best tips that you have. But, Lori, you wrote this book to say to people, don't give up. You may feel alone. You may feel ashamed. You may feel like you've been this little perfect Christian your whole life, and now your child is going and countered everything you've taught them and raised them and so on. You may feel embarrassed. You may want to figure out a way to love your child. By the way, when your child rebels, they're no worse than you or me. We're all rebels in our own way, and we're all sinners in our own way. So I don't look at Courtney and say, oh, man, you really screwed up with your parent. No, 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 no. But it hurts the parent when you go counter to what they've been teaching you as right and wrong. So, so tell me, Lori, what are some of the key things a parent out there needs to know if they're dealing with a rebel child and they just want to explode and kick them out? <laughs> and maybe it's a young one. Maybe it's a four-year-old. You can't kick them out. How do we deal with a rebel child? Well, 
there are a lot of ways that um, I could talk about, but I would say the the main the three main things is um, number first one. of all we've got to deal with ourselves right and how we communicate with our kiddo. So one way to do that is to just shove shame out of the way for ourselves and for our kids. So just say I refuse to feel ashamed. No, woulda, shoulda, couldas. Get those all out of your vocabulary for yourself and for your child. Yeah. Rather than continuing to ask the question, why? Why is this happening? And shaking your fist at God. Instead, ask how. How can I respond in a way that honors the Lord and I show love to my child and I can care for myself during this time? That ask the question how versus why. And that's part of shoving shame out of the way. Okay. The other thing is being real with people. Like the, the couple that I had mentioned, that they kept this secret for seven years when there were probably people that they could have relied on. And if we think of Scripture and we think of all the heroes in the Bible, there's only one that didn't have a wandering away experience, and that's Jesus. He's the only one that stayed true to everything. And you could look at David you can look at Peter and every single one, and they all have some sort of story. And that always helps build a person's character. So to try to focus on what it is God could be doing in the midst of this in your child and perhaps building compassion yeah. in yourself. You can, you can understand God more because we wander from him all the time and rebel and we doubt and we disbelieve and we don't obey. And so you can understand God more when you're trying to give grace to your to your yes. own child. By the way, I didn't give the number if you want to call in and be a donor and win a book. Anybody can win a book today, 303-873-1935. But we're also looking for donors. Somebody willing to do $20 a month, 303-873-1935. Okay, your third tip. The oh. first one I want to read, push away shame. Second one is be real. Third one is? Oh, okay. And the third one would be demonstrate unconditional love, but you have help is conditional. So we love unconditionally, but our help is conditional. So what that means is you continue to reach out to your child, invite the child, and perhaps um, their friends who you might want to separate them from. But that is a huge indication where your kid is. So if your child loves somebody and is in a relationship or with friends with someone, include them in your, your family. Be yeah. a be able to to do that yeah. because we want to love the people our kids love and to in c- continue to show that unconditional love, not to worry about the other things unless God prompts you to speak truth. Yeah. I, I want Courtney to get to what worked best with you to maintain a relationship. And, and you still have struggles. You're still struggling with this in, yes. in your own way. but. But the, there were things that worked much more effectively to, to open a dialogue and for you not to run away and shut your parents out and be in an unhealthy relationship and things like that. A lot yeah. of things worked. I learned that even in a heterosexual environment, when my son would choose a girl that I was like, uh, uh, I included her in her house. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's hard, but it's the best thing. So tell me what worked best. When you're, what way did your parents speak to you? What approach worked the best where you thought, all right, I, I'm willing to talk about this. I'm willing to consider their opinion about this. When they would come to me, not after me, oh. there's there's a difference between coming after someone where parents would come after with the Bible and preach and things like that. Yeah. Um, just come to them. Talk to them. Just say, hey, let's go have lunch. Let's have dinner together and just talk about what's going on with your life and figure things out and come to a common 
decision of what's best for all of us in that situation. Because you want them to understand you, too. Absolutely. Not just them demand that you understand them. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Respect. Respect is. Respect is huge. And yep. you and I want to tell people that they can get a lot of tips in the back of the book. You have mm-hmm. signs of an abusive relationship. You, you have um, other tips of how to deal with other people that may be hurting in the way in which you're relating to your child. So other siblings might be hurting or you and your spouse might be in trouble. You have all kinds of tips to deal with all of those things. Yep. Tell people, by the way, we only have a couple minutes left. How do people find now, by the way, if you call today and just become a $20 a month donor, you can win messy journey. And we even have an extra one for somebody who doesn't donate. So we can have one of those. Um, messy journey is the, is the book by Lori Wildenberg. If you call 303-873-1935, we'd be honored if you become a donor in the process, but call us and you can win a book. If you've got a rebel child, that would be great for them. How do people find the book? The book is easily found online. Any any of the online bookstores, Amazon, um, barnesandnoble.com, Christian Book. Um, you can also get it in your favorite uh, brick-and-mortar store. And if it's not on the shelves, they'll order it for you. And I can be reached at Lori Wildenberg, L-O-R-I-W-I-L-D-E-N-B-E-R-G.com. And, uh, I, Jenny, I just have to say that for... God has used our story and our journey, which we're still on, yeah. mm-hmm. in, in a very powerful way. And it has touched a lot of lives. And I've been pretty excited about the, um, the various um, emails that I have received yeah, from people. People open up to you. And I'm sorry that we, we can't talk anymore. But let me say this. Thank you for, for sharing your story. That's a big thing to share. Yeah. And you, don't, you, don't, you don't love telling everybody about your sexual attraction. I mean, who wants to announce that to the whole world and have to deal yeah. with it in the Christian environment? But the greatest thing that you guys have done with this story is to show how God wants us to behave. And instead mm-hmm. of judgment and hate and division and, and running away and all of that, which can sometimes happen in a Christian home, you've shown grace and love and hope and peace. And God bless you for it thank because you. you're teaching other people how to behave. So thank you, Courtney. And thank you, Lori, for writing this book. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for tuning to Channel Mom today. We hope that uh, you'll call. You can still call 303-873-1935 to win the book. Uh, We hope you have a great weekend. Please know, Mom, you're immensely valuable in raising your children. God bless you. Have a great weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.